And welcome back, everybody, to Podcast Quincy's Podcast, City View with Mayor Tom Koch. I'm Mark Carey, as media director, and we haven't been back, Mayor, in a little bit, about a week and a half. I notice you're sitting a little further away from me, Mark. Uh, well, six feet. Social distancing all is the new the terminology. What have we ever thought that social distancing would be something that's in our vocabulary all the time, huh? I know it. This is uh, amazing, crazy times, but uh, we have to be smart, use common sense, and follow the recommendations by our officials at CDC as well as our state public health officials. Mayor, you've been putting the word out there on social media and on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook. By the way, you want to make sure that you like the official City of Quincy page, uh, the mayor's personal uh, page on Facebook, uh, Tom Koch, as well as the uh, Twitter page that we have, City of Quincy, and our YouTube channel, which we've been putting messages up there every single day. We wait to do them till the end of the day after 4 p.m. when we get the stats on the state. Yes, indeed. Let me first say, Rock, um, I'm very, very proud of our city, people that make up this city, the department heads and managers, our first responders and city workers at all levels. Everybody has stepped up to the plate big time. There hasn't been any whining, any complaining. Everyone's basically saying, what can we do? What can we do to help? And so we've been meeting, um, first we were meeting in person, then of course when the recommendations came down, uh, last department had meeting, we did it by teleconference and, or whatever, what's the term? On the, yeah, it was, on Zoom. Zoom. it was Zoom. It was Zoom. I get to learn these terms. Yeah. <laughs> um, so everyone is really doing their part, if you will, fulfilling their mission to assist us in, in getting through this challenge. Now, special shout out, of course, to Ruth Jones, our public health commission and her team. She's been on the front lines of this. She's been the conduit between state public health officials in the city. We talk uh, every day, several times a day, and uh, she's just doing remarkable work. I'm so grateful for her work and that of her staff. So each day around 4 o'clock, they do, um, they do get updates from the state on various things, and uh, we are now up to 12 cases, confirmed cases in Quincy. Most of those relate to the Biogen Conference, uh, friend of a friend type of thing that's occurred. I understand in Massachusetts we've had our first death, I think in Suffolk County. Certainly a heart goes out to the family of, of that person. I understand we have 328 total cases in all of Massachusetts. So we, in, we're one of the top cities in Massachusetts population-wise, so it makes sense that we would have a, probably a larger number than, than some of the smaller towns. Uh, having said that, we're watching those numbers closely. Our, we have two elderly people from Quincy that are in the hospital with this. Um, a gentleman who's in his 80s and a woman who's in her 70s. Our heart goes out to them. We certainly say a prayer for them. And, you know, ask everybody, to whatever your faith tradition, we're all part of the same human family. I'm proud to be a Roman Catholic and I'm uh, doing my rosary every day, Mark. I know we've done it together a few times. I walked up to St. John's for adoration a couple of times. But whatever your faith tradition is, um, you know, ask you to get on your knees and, and uh, thank God for all the blessings we have in this nation. But more importantly, right now, let us pray for an end to this virus. Let us pray for all those health workers, doctors, nurses who are on the front lines, uh, first responders, and, and certainly the families who have been directly affected by this. Uh, let's remember them in our prayers tonight. But having said that, the practical side of things here is we're on the ground every day. We're dealing with it. We're taking phone calls. I'm in touch with my colleagues around the state by teleconference, uh, Zoom, whatever the truck technology is, talking with the governor, talking with Congressman Lynch. Senator Warren had a roundtable on teleconference. Uh, Attorney General's been in touch. City Council's meeting um, almost as we speak to deal with an appropriation of my request of a half a million dollars taking it out of snow and ice. Thank God we have excess funds in that. We didn't have bad winter, so 
that's going to be put to use in this battle. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you on some Quincy measures since sure. we're on this. Some of the Quincy measures that you've taken or will be taking or what would like to hope to be taking in the future. A lot of things have been thrown around. You've been on the news lately as well. Let's talk about some of those, starting with this initiative that you just... First of all, you know, it, it's, uh, it's a time of emergency and we could uh, certainly overspend accounts as necessary, but I'd rather be very transparent about everything. I've asked the city council to meet for a special meeting. This half a million would be used towards... Whatever the needs arise as we're going forward. Now, for, for example, today we, we've ordered $60,000 worth of, of protective gear for our police firefighters and a number of the suits also for sewer and water workers. So those people have to go into homes and, you know, if we, if we have a home that uh, is a known quarantine or whatever and you're trying to deal with a sewer backup, they need protection for themselves. So there's those kinds of things that come up. My guess is, and, and we're looking at other funding too, Community development blocker ad money, and and uh, we'll talk a little bit about the housing initiative in a minute. But you know, I've been in touch with some of the food pantries. Uh, we you know we know they're going to be under more stress and and in, uh, in the coming days, so we're going to have to help them. The initiative that we've put forth with the affordable housing trust, which was passed by them yesterday, is a uh, million dollars set aside toward rental assistance program. Now that million dollars comes out of the affordable housing trust fund, which is provided by those evil developers people always talk about. You know, uh, this is money they have to contribute toward their projects. It allows us now to use that money to help people in need. So the people in the hospitality world, for example, Mark, uh, we've talked about this, I know, on the on the videos, but, you know, the waiters and waitresses and dishwashers and folks that live paycheck to paycheck that don't have that luxury of a, of a, of a decent salary with, with benefits like many people do, they don't. They work day to day, uh, paycheck to paycheck. So... We've instituted a program that's going to be overseen by the Chamber of Commerce, working with community action programs, whereby folks that are eligible, and we'll have more information that we'll be putting up on the website uh, as uh, in coming hours, if you will, they would apply and the, the money would go directly toward the landlord. So this would help them with their rent for the next two or three months. Now, we, we made a decision yesterday to close down all massage parlors, tattoo places, nail salons, hair salons, um, you know, that those clearly those businesses violate the social distancing, you know, and gyms and uh, gyms also. Most of them had closed anyway, but uh, there were a couple still that we've got the word out to. Uh, you know, the, the whole goal is here is to stop the transmission from person to person. That's the only way to get this thing under control. Now, we also know that it, this isn't deadly for everybody, but for those that fall in that category, it's extremely dangerous and mm. deadly. So, for all of us to uh, really use common sense, washing our hands constantly, um, you know, washing the doorknobs and being very careful, checking on your elderly neighbors to see if they need anything, those folks, folks that are lonely, but, you know, do not bring anything to them in the sense of for them to get, uh, get affected by this. They're the most vulnerable, so we've got to be smart using common sense and all. So we're doing what we can on the ground. We talked also, it's been in the press, is uh, the old Quincy Medical Center, uh, which has been shuttered for a few years. And it's owned by Fox Rock. Um, I talked to Rob Hale again today, Jason Ward from from his company uh, the other day. But whatever they can do to be helpful in this, uh, offering up the buildings, uh, the site, and of course that building would need a lot of work. So I guess that would be worst case uh, worst case scenario, Mark. If we really need that building, it would take a lot of resources to get it back. 
uh, to get it ready. Now, the other challenge is, quite frankly, is that then how do you staff it? That's a great example, you by know? the way, of you working with a local developer. You didn't close the hospital. It'll never be a hospital again. But right now, while the building's sitting there, it could be used for something positive that you've been working with a local developer. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe we, we could spend a little time on the show someday about, you know, people still say that, uh, you know, the mayor closed the hospital. You know, the hospital was a municipal hospital for for a century or so, uh, it lost money every year. And then in 1999, long time ago, it was spun off to a nonprofit for them to try to make it. And they kept losing money, couldn't make it. Then it was bought by a for-profit company, Stuart, and uh, and they couldn't make it. And they closed the door. So, you know, there's people that, that, and I would say to people, you know, well, did you go to Quincy Medical Center? Well, 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 you know, <laughs> so it's a, it's a topic for another day, but the building's sitting there. Uh, we And if we need it, it's there. And if not the building, then perhaps we're testing site with the tents outside. You've got two separate driveway entrances. You could do set up a nice setup logistically that could, you know, manage uh, traffic and so forth fairly easily. Again, we're offering the stuff. We're preparing for all of this, but it's really the medical community and folks really above our level if to, to make those decisions. If, if, they, if they have the staff and resources on their end, we'll do our end on meeting the need for those. So we're just trying to be prepared for anything and everything. We're preparing for the worst and hoping for the best, as I've said here in Quincy. We are grateful for the work of the governor. We're grateful for the work of the president. I've been in touch, as I said, with Congressman Lynch and you know, everybody's rowing in the same direction. We're trying to do the right thing for our residents, for our, for our communities. And I think we're in a good place in doing that. We've got real professionals uh, out there on, on our behalf. I mean, we, we've got the best fire and police services, in my opinion, in the Commonwealth. These, they're top-notch. They're true professionals. I get compliments long before this happened, compliments all the time about how they treat people and how they respond and you know, Brewster Ambulance is our private partner on the EMS side. They're outstanding as well. So we're well prepared and we're dealing with it um, as everyone is is dealing with it. We encourage everybody to please, 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 if you don't have to go out, don't go out. If you're in a position where you can work from home and your company's offered you that option, please do that. On, on the other side of the coin, a lot of our restaurants are trying to survive uh, and a lot of them have switched to takeout. I know we at home this past week, we've done some takeout from 16C and, and Alber, and, and I'm sure Fox and Hounds will be in the mix and a number of others in the coming days. But that's a way to help. And I know that uh, people get sick of cooking as well. So it's, a, it's probably a nice way to, um, uh, to break it up a little bit, you know, with the families at home. So we certainly encourage you to do that. That helps the economy and helps uh, people sustain jobs uh, in the meantime. So we'll encourage you to do that. Supermarkets will stay open. The pharmacies are open. Gas stations are open. You know, we just got to be smart about this, folks, and uh, don't congregate. And, and uh, you know, the social set- settings have to be limited so that we can get over this. Um, I know that California and New York are taking more drastic measures. They have some real hot zones. Um, you know, we'll, that's not a decision we'll make. That'll be a decision that'll be made by the governor of Cornwall if that time should come. But we certainly uh, will keep everybody posted on every step of the way. And it's important that you uh, th- these come from you because these are just Quincy initiatives. Besides what the state will offer, and there'll be other initiatives, but it was important to get that across, and it's important for you to come out every day and sort of calm your city down. And I think that most people are feeding back that they've been wanting this. So they're looking. people are looking for leadership uh, locally as well as the statewide and federally. It was at the national level that in the president's press conference, um, him and a number of folks indicated, you know, you got to listen to the governors and listen to the mayors leaders of the communities because you know we all have to be on the same page in government but 
we're the implementers, we're the executioners at, at the local level. And I say that with all due humility, I, I'm at the head of an incredible organization here in Quincy. And, you know, our city council has been checking in regularly. They're concerned. Our state delegation doing their thing on, on filing certain legislation to make things easier for us to deal with this. Um, I'll give you an example with Congressman Lynch. You know, he said, what can we do? I said, you know, well, in addition to what you guys are talking about, how about some flexibility with the community development block grant we get every year from the federal government? You know, if they could lift a couple of caps, don't give us more money, just allow us to spend it a little differently during this crisis. That could be money, for example, that could go to the food pantries to help feed people. Mm. So everybody's kind of doing their part. You know, a legislator is different than a mayor. We, we're, we're, we execute legislators. You know, they have a role, an important role, just as the city council's meeting to get, uh, to get this funding passed so that we can take it to the next step. Uh, so everybody has a, has a role here. The school community members are checking constantly with the superintendent. I'm constantly in touch with him. The school side, obviously schools have been closed through April 6th, but our schools have been offering grab-and-go lunches each day between 11 and noon. I think about 250 kids have been taking advantage of that. Uh, Lincoln Hancock Elementary, Snug Harbor Elementary, Quincy High, North Quincy High, the four locations. Uh, so students can avail themselves of that, again, between 11 and 12. School system online has offered enrichment packets for kids to be doing things not just to keep busy, but uh, to keep their minds going and exercising. And we, we certainly, if, if anyone has any questions about their schoolwork or what, what's happening on the school side, they can call the superintendent's office at 617-984-8700. Uh, his team's been uh, terrific as well. And there's a number of the school nurses have offered their assistance actually to work with Ruth Jones uh, because um, essentially her operation's going around the clock now down at the Quincy Health Department. So, again, everybody's coming together. Everyone's doing what they can to make it uh, the best possible response uh, with the least impact on everybody in the, in the city. So, um, again, I want to thank everybody, all my department heads, all the colleagues in government for the work so far. And certainly the leadership of our, our governor has been phenomenal. Charlie Baker happens to have come from the health care world, so I th- you know that background doesn't hurt him in this, and he's certainly a very capable manager. So we... Appreciate his leadership and Lieutenant Governor Polito. And again, everybody's been great, really. You know, we know right now we're in a very strange times. And just to remind everybody that all events are canceled in the city for uh, uh, indefinitely at the moment until this sort of turns around, until it levels off anyway. Right now it hasn't shown signs of leveling off. We do have 12 cases, as the mayor reminded us, in the middle of the, on the beginning of this podcast. Um, and I urge you folks to tune in or at least follow us on Facebook, follow our Twitter feed, and check out our City of Quincy YouTube page where the mayor is coming out with messages every single day. And Mayor, finally, just wanted to ask your thoughts on on, on where we are as a city and where do you think we'll be going? Well, you know, as, as a city, we're, you know, we're a city of 100,000, Mark. We have um, really capable departments. We have a lot of resources. So we're in a good place to deal with this. But we really depend on the public cooperating with the recommendations. It's, it's really about that, keeping your distance. Don't go places you don't need to go. Obviously, people have to go out and get food. But, you know, while I'm on that subject, there's no need to be hoarding. It's, 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 it's outrageous in some cases. You know, we're all in this together. Everyone does their part. And, if, and part of that doing their part is not to hoard when you go to the store so that other families have a chance to get their needs as well. So I, I think that's important. But, you know, we're as prepared as any community. In fact, I think we're, you know, we're as in some ways, we've been in a little better shape because we've been out in front of it, coming up with our own local initiatives. We don't need, you know, when it comes to common sense, I don't need the governor to tell me, you know, or the, or the president to 
make recommendations to us. I mean, we know this is a very serious crisis we're dealing with. We know that we're going to get through this crisis because we know that most people will do the right thing here. And that's what it comes down to, doing the right thing, avoiding that social gatherings, avoiding that contact. When you have to go out, keep your distance. That's that six foot radius. They talk about that, you know, so, and don't panic. Do not panic. The experts have been on TV. Yes, there's a very susceptible population. I don't want to take anything for granted or minimize it, but the flip side is don't panic or fear, uh, have any fear. If you have any questions about your own health issues, you should contact your own physician about that. If you have general questions about the health policies going on, that's when I recommend you you talk to Ruth Jones's office. Um, again, at 617-376-1272. They're on top of it constantly. They're monitoring cases. And beyond the confirmed cases, we have a lot of people in Quincy that are self-quarantined because a friend of a friend of a friend of a contact and so forth. It's, it's just being smart, self-quarantine for 14 days to make sure uh, nothing comes out of it. If there was something there, they're not passing it on to somebody else. So it's really good practices here that are going to solve this thing. Uh, and I know that uh, the president's called the industry in. And uh, that's one thing about this industrial giant we have in this country. When we put our minds and hands to it, there's nothing we can't solve. So I know they're dealing with the shortages of certain materials and things that are needed uh, in the medical community and first responders. So that's heartening to hear. I know that the, the president and the Congress are working on stimulus packages. They pushed back the tax deadline to July 15th from April 15th to make things a little easier for people. Uh, that's all important stuff uh, and good stuff. So we'll keep you uh, informed going forward. Uh, again, I know, Mark, we're doing the daily videos. We're doing stuff on Facebook and all. So if you have the opportunity, you live in Quincy, you want to know what we're doing here, uh, you can stay up to date on that. And again, I always say if you have any particular questions in general, you know, to call our office. I, you know, we're also still working. I mean, the city has to function. We have to have our sewer and water people in. We got to keep systems moving and working. Uh, you know, we're being smart about how we put people together and we've skinnied down the shifts and alternating shifts, uh, just like we have in the offices, so that we're following the guidelines set forth by CDC. But we still have work to do. And we got to get that work done. Uh, we'll get through this together. We, we truly will. We're well prepared here. And um, these, these are the times when I really appreciate the dedication of our public servants and our workers. It's, it's pretty amazing to me how dedicated and how professional they are. It makes me so damn proud, really, of this great city in so many ways. Uh, you know, we had a guy, um, Corey Briggs, who just called Ruth Jones out of, out of the blue, who had all kinds of because of the business he's in, all kinds of masks and gloves and things. He says, I'll, I'm bringing them over. That was huge because we're, yeah. we're in that short, that, that little timetable there. We're, we're getting low and stuff that we're waiting for the production to kick up. And he come along, Quincy guy, he's in that business. So we, we thank Corey for that. Um, so wow, that's great. Those are the good things. You know, we're all in this together, but it's a great city because we have great people in the city. And uh, I tell you, there's so many good examples we could talk about. Well, there's going to be a lot of great stories after this is all over that's from right. those great people that live in this great city. So, Mayor, thank you very much again for keeping us up to date here on the podcast. Please tune in, look for Podcast Quincy. But again, we urge you folks, if you do have any questions, please call us at uh, 617-376-1990. That's the Mayor's office number or the Constituent Services office number is all also, 617-376-1500. We did this. We waited till the governor finished. There is no shelter in place. Be careful. Be kind to each other from a distance. And say a prayer. And say a prayer. Thanks, Mayor. Take care.